0: Welcome to Empowering Women, Transforming Lives with Rebecca Hall Greider. In our program each week, we provide the tools, ideas, and encouragement to help you move ahead on your journey, becoming a more powerful and impactful woman in your own life. Now here's your host, Rebecca Hall Greider.
1: Welcome everyone. I hope that you're having an amazing day. Can you believe it's December already? (laughs) My goodness, this year is just flying by. And I hope as you're stepping into December that you are finding your rhythm, that you are enjoying building memories and experiences. And I also find that things are accelerating. There can be more demand and pulls on your time and energy and kind of that rhythm and pattern (laughs) that you have in life. And it's really important for us to remember to pause, to take a breath to remember to breathe deeply and it's really good to look at how are we navigating how are we being resilient as things change and shift and move quickly and surprises and family and relationships and just all the things that come during the holidays and the end of the year and looking ahead at 2024 and beyond. Today, we have an amazing guest. He's going to really help us cultivate our resilience during the holidays and beyond, because what a beautiful ability to be resilient during the holidays and to carry that skill, that ability as we move into 2024 and beyond. So I'm really excited for our conversation today, honored to having each and every one of you joining us. And I invite us to take that breath together. Let's really put into practice that pausing and that breathing. This is a moment. This is time for you, for us to pour into you. And part of us being able to do that is you allowing yourself the room and space to actually receive and take in all that will serve to support you. Let's take that deep breath in through the nose. All the way to your toes, wiggle your toes, make sure the air makes it in (laughs) and take a breath. Keep breathing and then out. (laughs) Your mouth, almost like you're pushing air out through a straw, really being mindful and purposeful. Take another deep breath (laughs) and just feel that support, all that beautiful oxygen coming in, supporting every cell in your body. As you breathe out, you're releasing all those things that no longer serve, creating room and space for more than that. Does. And as we're breathing, I invite you to put both hands on your heart. Notice your heartbeat. In fact, close your eyes. Sometimes that helps us tune in and tune out that which can distract. Eyes closed, you're absolutely safe. Both hands on your heart, noticing your heart beat. In fact, I encourage you to lean in closer and notice that beat, that pause in between the beats. And as you do so, what is it that your heart is sharing with you today? What is it that you need today to encourage to empower, to support, to be resilient. What do you need today, real time? And just see. Sometimes it's a reminder, encouragement. What is it that you need and are willing to receive? Because you have choice always. What is it that you need and are willing to receive? Beautiful. Receive that information. Come back into the room. Eyes open, fully present. Move your shoulders as you come back into your body. And take a moment to write down what was laid on your heart that you need and are willing to receive. Let's start to co-create this. Interact with it. Get it out of swirling inside of you to on paper where you can keep it top of mind through our conversation today. And throughout the day. Because sometimes we miss the answer, the support that's right in front of us because we get distracted by shiny things or the next urgent thing that pulls at us. Instead of remembering to pause and breathe and be open to perhaps the unexpected and wonderful way that support can come in. Beautiful. And so as we were pausing and breathing, I was noticing just physically feeling the expansion of my lungs and the stretching. And it reminds me, I need to remember to take those deep, mindful breaths even more. I could feel the circulation increase. I could feel that support. And it was a really great reminder to continue to remember to breathe and pause deeply every moment, I have the opportunity to really build those in, not just when we're together on the radio show, but to really build that practice in mindfully and purposely during the holidays, especially. Uh, With that, Stacey, I'd love to know what was laid on your heart? What did you notice?
2: Connection.
1: Mm -hmm. Being
2: able to make those connections with others.
1: Beautiful. I love that. Really leaning into building those connections and opening and receiving. I love that. We have a wonderful opportunity to connect today, so I appreciate you leaning in and sharing, listeners. What was laid on your heart? Perhaps you're feeling that that need for connection too. Perhaps you're noticing, wow, I need to stretch and move more. <laughs> what is it you're noticing? Continue to listen, to pause, to hear, to really take these moments and time for you as we get ready to go to our first commercial break. And here's the magical thing about commercial breaks. They are secretly these moments, these pauses built by design for you to stay present, to be to process, to integrate, to receive. So I encourage you, capture anytime there's that commercial break, that red light where you're unexpectedly stopped and pausing, or the line that's extra long, to see that secretly as a moment for you to stop, pause, breathe, and be present. So enjoy these two minutes, and we'll continue our conversation in just a moment.
6: It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com
0: You're listening to Empowering Women, Transforming Lives with your host Rebecca Hall Greider. If you have a question or comment for Rebecca or her guest, we'd love to hear from you. Please call into the program at one 346 9141 That's one 346 9141 You may also send an email to Rebecca at yourpurposedrivenpractice.com. Now back to Empowering Women,
1: Transforming Lives. Welcome back, everyone. I hope you enjoyed those two minutes. You had an opportunity to just pause and breathe. Another beautiful benefit to doing that is I notice it lowers stress levels or cortisol levels, which also helps us have clearer thinking be able to really tap into what matters to us most by really taking that moment to pause and breathe. So I hope that you enjoy those commercial breaks, those moments to pause, breath breaks (laughs) throughout the show and really use them to support you, to integrate, to take in the information that our guest is going to be sharing with you today, to really breathe it in deeply and start to integrate it on a real level, not just on the someday list, (laughs) but actually start to breathe in and integrate what is being shared. So enjoy those two minutes moments. They are built here into the show on purpose, lovingly designed for you. I'm excited to introduce our guest today, Stacey Ingram. She's a mental toughness coach who specializes in empowering young athletes and performers, teams, coaches, and parents to overcome and shine, really work through any of those blocks that can be holding people back and helping them to step through in a powerful and empowered way. In addition to her 30 years business career, she specializes in training, mindset coaching, positive psychology, high sensitivity trait, positive intelligence, NLP, and hypnotherapy. So a wide range of tools and expertises that she brings to the table, especially when we're looking at resilience. She is passionate about helping Bayou you build your resilience to overcome all that is needed to be able to shine through the holidays and beyond. Please lean in. Warmly welcome the powerful, dynamic, and resilient
2: Stacey Ingram. Welcome. Thank you. Hello, everyone.
1: You are very welcome, thrilled to have you joining us today, and I wanted to start our conversation with why. Why is this work of helping so many in this way, why is that personally important to you?
2: Yeah, it's very important to me just from the standpoint of I've seen many times what can happen when you don't have skills and resilience and how it can affect someone's life in a very negative way, and so it's really important to me to be able to empower others so that, you know, they know how to deal with difficult situations in as productive a way as possible instead of letting them just take you down.
1: Mm -hmm. I love that you have this deep care and desire to help people build that because you see what happens when they they don't have it. Did you have a... a just a personal experience in your own life or someone close to you that made this your thing, the thing that you are really called to bring so many talents and resources to?
2: You know, I do in a couple different areas, actually, Mm -hmm. Uh, both on the friend side and the family side. I've seen a few people go through extremely difficult situations in a way that Um, really, frankly, almost ruined their life instead Mm. of being able to have the skills and tools to be able to move through the stress and the challenge and the, you know, we all know that there's so many things in life that we don't choose and would never choose for ourselves, but we still need to get through them and continue Mm -hmm. to bounce ourselves forward instead of just bouncing back. Resilience is more than just bouncing back. We really have to be able to bounce forward.
1: Mm, I, I love that. And I love that, you know, things can happen to us, but we can choose our response. And I love this choosing to bounce forward, not just bounce, <laughs> not stop, <laughs> but choose choose to bounce forward. I like that, that the energy of that and the visual <laughs> that, that comes forward with that. And I'd love for you to share a little bit more about resilience, just so we're we're all on the same page. So there are some things I think believe, people believe about resilience. So one, I'd love for you to define what is resilience? Why is it important? And is it something that you have or don't have? How does that all work and come together?
2: Yeah, resilience, as we're saying about bouncing forward, it's a dynamic process. It's an active process. So, you know, it's not necessarily something we're born with or without. Some people definitely have a little bit more of a resilient nature, but everyone can grow resilience. You can learn how to be resilient with the right skills in mind. And so, um, it really is a process that we need to own ourselves. And no matter what we've been through, to your point of us choosing a response, I know sometimes that sounds easier. And it is. But if you have the right skills and tools, it gives you a place to start and know how to begin doing that.
1: And to me, I like that it means that we have some control. We have this Opportunity to be in a more empowered place versus a victim, and things are happening, and we're just being kind of blown this way and that way. But we really have an opportunity to choose a response, and that's really encouraging that we can build the skill. It's not one of those you either have it or don't. <laughs> I like that it's something that, <laughs> that's that's very hopeful and encouraging, uh, and and so having it, knowing that we can build it, why is it important that we have this and build it? How does it really help us bounce forward?
2: You know, resilience helps you bounce forward in one of the main ways, like you just mentioned, is control, Mm. so that you know there's something you can do actively in a negative or stressful situation, and also something you can plan ahead for. So, For example, with the holidays, one of the things that's really important about resilience is thinking about what your triggers are so you can plan ahead Mm -hmm. so that you don't react in a way that you don't want to and you already know, you know, these are the things I need to put in place or think through or, you know, have around me in order to not let those triggers take over. So being resilient does allow us that control and really in the end, in many of these situations, It's up to us to move ourselves forward. No one else is going to do that for us.
1: Exactly. Well, I love this in that you can plan. You can have a plan about being resilient, a resilience plan. I love it. (laughs) And knowing (laughs) some of what our triggers are, those things that we're more sensitive to or maybe in a stressful situation, we don't always respond as gracefully as we would like thinking through some of those things ahead of time and building a plan is really smart. I, I love that idea and that reminder that we can plan. And I know that the holidays especially can be stressful and looking in ahead at the, the new year and just all the dynamics we face during the season. How does resilience tie into stress or does it?
2: It definitely ties into stress, and I think that if you're practicing the skills of, of resilience, you can lower your stress level, and just for an example, some of the the practices are, you know, being able to be vulnerable. Who are those people that you can do that with? How can you have productive perseverance in your life? And How can you make connection and also have possibility? All of these things allow us to kind of reflect, renew, and reset, which are all part of the resilience process, and it just allows us to have ways to cope.
1: And, and I'm thinking about stress, ways to cope, and those, those triggers, because sometimes those triggers sneak, sneak up on you. You didn't foresee that, you didn't expect it, you didn't plan on it, and you're in the heat of a response to something that triggers you. Is there a tip you can give us or a piece of advice, should that happen, that there's a tool we can pull out of our resilience tool bag to help us um, in that moment?
2: Yes. I mean, something super simple can often kind of take us from our left brain to our right brain. And if we can get into our right brain, we can calm ourselves down a little bit, which is sort of why meditation works, why some of the, the hypnotherapy tools work, and simple things you can do are what we did at the beginning of the show through breathing. But also something you can do if you want to be very subtle about it is literally take your fingers, you know, take two of your fingers, rub them together, and to the point that you're feeling the ridges on your fingers. You're so focused on that little action, it allows your brain to calm down enough that you can make a more empowered thought instead of just being emotionally flooded. And you'll be surprised if you try and do that kind of small little action that has so much focus, how much it really does sort of change what's happening with the neurons in your brain.
1: I love that. As you're saying that, I started to do it and I got distracted <laughs> by trying to feel the ridges. <laughs> but but I love that really taking us out of that reaction state and giving us a moment just to separate a little bit from that and have an empowered thought. I, I love that. So we can be less hijacked in a sense and more able to be present and choose who and how we want to be. Love it. Do you have any other tips that we can think about or help us prepare and navigate through stress and with the holidays and into the new year? I love that thinking ahead and, and having a plan. I love the the finger rubbing idea. I think that's a great tool and just wanted to see if there are others that are coming to your heart and mind that we can add to our toolbox.
2: Yes, so I actually want to mention three different apps because mm-hmm. a lot of times when we're in the holidays, you know, our well-being kind of gets pushed to the side. And these are ways that you can take it with you. It can be anywhere you are, and they're very simple. Um, one is called Calm, and it really addresses kind of sleep meditation. It lowers your stress and anxiety levels. It has some different tools that you can run through to do that in a very in very short um, little bucket. Mm-hmm. and then a second one is called Headspace Care, and that's really an app where you can get emotional support and coaching anytime, anywhere. So you know your family's driving you crazy, and you're really at the brink. You might have to go out on your deck for a minute, and have a conversation. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's the third one is called My Strength, and this is more of a long term, a long term. Um, Thing you might use, but it's really to build a personalized plan to strengthen your emotional health whenever and wherever you need. So it's more a forward-thinking piece. But that way, you have a few tools you can use that are very tangible
1: and mm. you can take
2: anywhere that you are.
1: So do you mind listing those the names of those three apps again? I so appreciate you sharing this with our listeners today.
2: Yes. So one is called Calm to C-A-L-M. Mm-hmm. The next one is called Headspace Care. And then the last one is called My Strength.
1: Perfect. Thank you for running through those and making those uh, tools available. I I really appreciate that. And I just wanted to give our listeners a moment to write those down as uh, resources that they can add to their device and be able to tap into. Um, Really, really wonderful. That's great. Well, we are getting ready to go to our next commercial break. And as we do so, listeners, I want to encourage you to think about some of what Stacey has shared, some of these great tips and insights to support you, help you navigate stress help you build and um, bring resilience more and more into your life, building that plan, and wonderful three apps that can support you. Great to think about perhaps downloading those to your device. And we'll look forward to continuing our conversation in just two minutes.
3: Birdie told me Voice America is on X. Follow us at Voice America TRN.
4: It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You're
0: listening to Empowering Women, Transforming Lives with your host, Rebecca Hall Greider. If you have a question or comment for Rebecca or her guest, we'd love to hear from you. Please call into the program at one 346 9141 That's one 346 9141 You may also send an email to Rebecca at yourpurposedrivenpractice.com. Now back to Empowering Women, Transforming
1: Lives. Welcome back everyone. I hope you enjoyed those 2 minutes and took that opportunity to look into those apps and see how they may support you and I took a moment to really breathe in all this great information and advice and tips that we are already getting from our amazing and resilient Stacy. So Stacy, excited to continue our conversation here and One of the things you mentioned in the beginning of the show is that, you know, we all are kind of born with different levels of resilience, but it's something that can be built. And I'd love to know some ways that we can lean into building our resilience and expanding our tools in that space.
2: Yes, definitely. There are a lot of things you can do. Um, I'll run you through a few, but Mm -hmm. really one of the important things is sort of finding purpose for yourself. And it helps you kind of get out of your head a little bit, and it gives you something to always look forward to. And, And purpose can be something as small as making sure your neighbor is taken care of or making sure that, you know, you're visiting someone every week and it makes them happy. So it doesn't have to be a ginormous, you know, I'm going to find this massive purpose. It can be something small. Also, believing in yourself, learning how to get past some of that self-talk, and often working with a coach can help you do that. Um, Developing a social network. So having people that you really can be vulnerable with, you can trust, and be able to connect with on a consistent basis, you'd be surprised how much that can take your stress level down. I think a lot of times we're always trying to, you know, put this perfect image out there, but I hate to tell you, none of us have that, even if, even <laughs> if it appears that way, it's not true. So, being able to have genuine connections is really important.
1: I love that. And that reminder that nobody is perfect, it doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. And to really find that place where you can be vulnerable, you can be real and be loved and supported and reminded of your greatness, even in that is is so important. And I love this tie into purpose and really finding that to kind of anchor and guide and help center again, Um, having that purpose and that focus, I think that's brilliant. Thank you for sharing.
2: Absolutely. A lot of these things can definitely be a help and just Mm -hmm. being able to even take good care of yourself um, as we're talking about the holidays in particular and the stress that 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 creates, being able to, as we talked also about triggers, think about that ahead Mm -hmm. of time and what are the pieces that I'm going to need to work on up front so that I have a better holiday?
1: I I like this uh, taking care of ourselves because some of that is boundaries and, and kind of figuring out what that is for yourself and others and how to be prepared. But are there some real like a, a checklist of things, some things to consider when we talk about taking care of ourselves that can really help empower us during the holiday season and beyond. Is there maybe a, a little checklist or something we should pay attention to from the triggers to boundaries to are there sleeping more, resting more, just something to be, things to be aware of that fall under that taking care of ourself category.
2: Yes, I mean, some of it is the the normal things that you hear a lot of the time, sleep, around diet, around, you know, not overindulging too much, um, being able to take care of your body in that way, but then there's also some of the things that you don't think about as much, so spending a little bit of time in nature, if it's a nice day, being able to go out in the sunshine and go for a walk, you know, trying to find some time to relax for you whether that's watching a holiday movie, whether if you're an artist, whether it's getting out the paint, you know, it can be a number of things, but being able to have that bit of time for yourself and then also being kind to yourself, realizing that, you know, challenges happen, being able to step back and see the big picture. um, All of those things can be helpful in this space, but really kind of thinking about mind, body, and spirit. What am I doing in each of those places to make sure that I'm on track? And putting some of these things into practice can really help you with that. And, you know, even rewarding yourself as you go through little challenges with things like, well, this time of year, I love peppermint bark. So when I have a ton of work to do, I'm like, not having a piece until you get through this. <laughs> so, <laughs> Small incremental rewards also can help us out during these times
1: as well. Well, I love that. And bring a smile to your face and, and, you know, joy to your taste buds. All of that. (laughs) I I love that. Um, And really carving out that time for yourself. Um, And I think that is what sometimes goes by the wayside with all the demands that come our way and we feel the pole, and we can feel spread too thin. So really, purposely creating time for yourself and carving that out, and doing some of those things that can um, lift you up and and support you and feed you. And I love that. I like gold stars, and so sometimes I'll give myself a gold star, <laughs> or I'll check things off my <laughs> list. <laughs> I don't wait for someone else to give it to me. I sometimes will do that just to to make me smile, or um, something I enjoy or lifts my spirit. So I love that. Um, I think that's something that we can do ourselves. We don't have to wait for something outside of ourselves or someone outside ourselves to give us those little perks or those little, that shiny, bright Encouragement. (laughs) We can build it in for ourselves. I love it. Beautiful. Oh, we've talked about taking care of ourselves. We've talked about resilience and what that is. And we've touched on a little bit about how it can be empowering. And I wanted to see if there's anything you wanted to add to that, that building our resilience and strengthening it um, can really not only reduce stress, but help us feel more empowered as we navigate.
2: Definitely. And one of the things I think that is a big myth about resilience is that, you know, we're kind of ignoring our internal selves and just kind of putting it aside and that's absolutely not true. With resilience, you're really connecting more deeply to your inner self and what you need and really being able to plan ahead for those needs as much as you can and then trying to have the skills as we've been talking about a few tools here um, for the times that you can't plan. And then I think the other myth about resilience is people think that optimism makes us more resilient, and resilience is so much more than just optimism. Yes, that's a part of it, but it also is being a realist and an optimist at the same time, mm. and that's really what creates sort of the empowerment with yourself and creating that control over a stressful situation is being able to do those two things together, both being a realist and being an optimist together.
1: I I love that because I don't hear that combined very often. <laughs> I hear them being separate. <laughs> so I love bringing them together can really help you um, be more resilient and navigate in a more powerful way. Now, one of the things uh, that comes up when we're talking about resilience, we're talking about being positive are these negative things that can happen to us, negative experiences. And so I'm curious about how can we look at a negative experience, not just a, a, a trigger, but a negative experience, and perhaps either shift our perspective or look at it a certain way to help us be more resilient as we navigate through?
2: Yes, I mean, I definitely think that, you know, some of us face certain situations that just beyond the norm, and so this can be even even tougher to do. But I think, you know, we still learn from those experiences. We still have been able to cope through hardships in the past. It helps us cope through hardships in the future. And often in the moment, we can't always think of, you know, what what are the positive things that are coming out of this experience? But often down the road, you can. And I'll just give you a really extreme example, but like Christopher Reed being, you know, paralyzed, is that a good thing? Of course it isn't. But he would also say that he would never have done the things he's done for, you know, that population to move technology forward, to move support forward, all of those things, had it not happened to him. And there's often something like that that we can get out of a really negative experience. And again, sometimes you can't do that right in the moment it's happening, but when you look back, you can figure out ways to sort of make that experience more positive instead of just kind of dwelling in this place and ruminating over something that you you may not be able to change.
1: I, I love this. I'm just giving it a moment for everybody to to take that in and really looking for that silver lining and and finding it and finding even the opportunity I'm hearing with with your example, the opportunities that were created, the difference that was be able to able to be made because of what happened to him. And his response and his choosing to lean in and make a difference in that area and in that population that perhaps he wouldn't have without him becoming paralyzed. So I think we can look at those situations and see what can I do and how can I make a difference? And it ties into that purpose again (laughs) that you mentioned earlier. I love how it all ties together, that we can still find that. We can still find the opportunity even in those negative experiences, that there is a positive, there is something that we can lean into and a purpose we can align with. Anything you would add to that?
2: I mean, I think just if you can think about it as, you know, starting to build resilience can often start with one small change, and I'll give you just a list of examples. So, a leap of faith, you know, a new behavior, a new practice, a new perception like we were just talking about, a new interaction, you know, a fresh thought, a change of heart. And sometimes it's a change of language and how... We're framing something or talking about something, and it's often when we feel like we have no resilience left, we don't know where to begin. Just taking one small change can be a catalyst to more.
1: Mm, I love that. Those small steps matter, that small shift, that small change can make such a big difference. Well, thank you so much for all of the wisdom and the insight and expertise that you have shared with us today. And I wanted to circle back into resilience because I know it has multiple components. And I'd love it if you could just share maybe a couple of them that we haven't touched on yet today.
2: Yes. So I would say that, you know, a couple of the things we haven't talked a lot about is both kind of contribution and character, which can Mm -hmm. be part of resilience. And from a contribution standpoint, it comes back to that idea that, you know, it's an active process. Being resilient is an active process, not a passive process. And so no matter what you're going through, you know, you are the only person that can move yourself forward. And honestly, it's your responsibility to do so. You know, no one else can do that for you and for your heart, you have to choose to do that for yourself. So, contribution being your contribution is really a big piece. And then from a character perspective, it's really around loving yourself and who do I want to be? And for those that have read, you know, Brene Brown's book, um, Braving the Wilderness, I'm not going to say the quote perfectly, but it's something about, you know, if you want proof that you're not enough you'll, in the world, you'll certainly find it. And I think that, you know, our brains just work like that. If we're looking for negative proof, we'll find it. But it works the other way, too. If you're, you know, looking for positive proof, you can find that also. So it's really about your focus and making sure that, you know, inward yourself, that you're doing the work you need to do to have the character you want to have and be the person you want to be and be proud of it instead of letting that self-talk just take over.
1: I love that. And really being mindful of what Proof you're looking for. Let's really harness that ability our minds have to go find proof, to find documentation, to reinforce what Mm -hmm. we believe and set that to a place we want it to be and to find proof for that. I, I think that is so important to realize and to bring into how we're navigating. So, Taking responsibility for ourselves and for our resilience, not looking outside, and this really choosing what we're finding belief and and proof for. <laughs> what are we focused on? Where are we having our minds go? And are we choosing to focus on negative things or are we choosing to focus on positive? I, I think really, really great insight and suggestions. We are going to our next commercial break. And as we do so, listeners, really take a moment and write down your thoughts. See what's bubbling up as you reflect on some of this great wisdom and insight and expertise that Stacy is sharing with us, and we'll continue our conversation in just two minutes.
5: Voice America is on your favorite smart speaker. If you have Alexa or Google Home, go ahead and give us a try. Hey, Alexa, play Finding Your Frequency podcast on TuneIn, Find out what makes
6: the most successful people tick. Keep listening to the Voice America Empowerment Channel, VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com.
0: You're listening to Empowering Women, Transforming Lives with your host, Rebecca Hall Greider.
1: I hope that you enjoyed the moments that you've had to pause and breathe and almost catch up with yourself and really see how this information, these insights, these tools are supporting you. I encourage you to take a look at what you wrote down at the beginning of the show, what was laid on your heart that you needed, that you saw, that you were reminded of and see how our conversation today has poured into that and supported you. I encourage you to really write down questions you have, things that you're wondering. We're gonna have Stacy share her contact information in just a moment, and that's by design, on purpose, with the intention of you being able to connect, to lean in, to get support, to go further. This is just kind of the the tip of the iceberg here that we've touched on today. And so we want you to be able to have those connections and resources. So I encourage you to have that paper and pen ready. Take a few moments at the end of the show to write down additional thoughts, things that you want to lean into that will be supportive and encouraging to you. And in addition to that, I wanted to share a resource that I hope is supportive of some of your goals in 2024 and beyond. Many times I have people sending us emails or messages. They're wanting to be on our show. They're wanting to share their amazing wisdom, wisdom, insight, and expertise on our show. They're looking to reach more people. They're looking to get on more stages. They're wanting to step into making a bigger impact and imprint in the world. If that is something on your list, a pull at your heart, I encourage you to check out Speaker Talent Search Dot com. Again, that's speaker talent, This is part of the way we give back. It's a way that we help experts connect with opportunities to be on shows, programs, and stages so that they can reach more people. Pay attention to the timeframes. The deadline coming up is January 31st. You do want to make sure you're one of the first 300 applications that come in. Uh, So take a look at that today. I hope it's supportive of you. It also puts you on our email list so we're able to stay in touch and connect and share all that we have uh, coming forward to support you on your journey. With that, I would love to have you, Stacey, share what is the best way for us to connect in, to go deeper, to stay connected with you?
2: Yes, there's several ways. So mm-hmm. my website is just cultivatingyourcourage.net. And so you can find some information about me there. And also you can reach out to me anytime through LinkedIn. I'm under Stacy Ingram on LinkedIn. It's just S-T-A-C-Y-I-N-G-R-A-M. And then lastly, I do have pages on both uh, Facebook and Instagram, and I have a private group on Facebook as well. So if you look under Cultivate Your Courage or Cultivating Your Courage on those platforms, you can find me there. And after we're over with this segment today, I'll also post through my LinkedIn an anxiety rehab journal, which is just a great tool you can use. Um, to try and kind of tame your anxiety and get it under control if you're someone that does have high anxiety. And that will be a great help. So I'm excited to connect with people. Um, Lastly, my email is just Stacy um, at cultivatingyourcourage.net. Wonderful.
1: Thank you so much for sharing. I love that we have so many avenues that we can use to connect and reach to you. We can choose our favorite, which is wonderful. And I love that you're going to post the link to that resource to really help with anxiety, especially during the holidays and beyond. So thank you for letting everybody know about that opportunity to be able to lean in and learn more. And I wanted to, just as we are coming to a close, see if you had any final tips you could share with us. to help us build a more resilient life. So in the holidays and beyond, some final tips that can support us in this.
2: Yes, I guess um, one would just be really to remain hopeful. You know, you can't change the past, but you can always change your future. And, you know, that's something that gives you that control. But, um, you know, to remain hopeful of what's coming next for you. And now you have some tools to to handle some of the difficulties a little bit better, but um, there's a great life out here. And so just making sure that we're always kind of keeping that bit of optimism and looking for the good, looking for the positive, Um, because, again, if we're looking for it, we'll find it. It doesn't Mm -hmm. mean it's all positive, but we'll find pieces for sure. Beautiful.
1: And do you mind sharing the three apps again that you shared earlier now that everybody has their paper and pen ready again? um, I want to make sure people have those tools as well.
2: Absolutely. So the three different apps, one is called Calm, C-A-L-M, and it's for sleep, meditation, lowering stress, anxiety, things like that. Then there's an app called Headspace Care, which is basically emotional support coaches that you can talk to anytime, anywhere. Um, my strength is the third one and it's really about building a personalized plan to strengthen your emotional health. So, it's a great tool in the sort of action, action stage and really all of these are, is really making sure that we are being resilient in that active way instead of being passive.
1: Beautiful. Thank you so much for sharing with us today. I appreciate it. I know the holidays are an especially busy time and um, I'm so glad and appreciative that you were able to join us today and share your timely wisdom, insight, and expertise with us. So thank you so much for joining us today, Stacy. I, I deeply appreciate it. I know absolutely. And I know it really served our listeners. Listeners, I want to thank you for leaning in and being part of the conversation and giving us the opportunity to pour into you. So I encourage you at the end of today, the show today, take a couple moments. Don't just rush back into the day. It can be tempting to do that. Instead, choose to be present And really look at your notes. See if there are a couple things that you can take action on today, not someday, to support you in being more resilient. A couple of tips that you can add to your toolbox, maybe a small practice or shift that you can bring into your life starting now to really empower and support you. It makes a difference, those small steps, those small shifts. And know that we are here to support and encourage you too. So anything that you feel pulled on your heart, resources you're looking for, we always love to know so that we can continue to bring those forward for you. So if you have feedback, if you have suggestions, if you have something on your heart you want to share, perhaps something that impacted you, we'd love to hear from you. You can send us an email at Rebecca at com, and we'd love to hear from you. Now, as you're getting ready to move into your day, I want to remind you of a couple of things. One, you are beautifully, powerfully, and wonderfully made on purpose, by design, and I believe exquisitely made for such a time as this. So trust that, know that, lean into that. And the biggest gift that you can give the world is more of you. And the way to do that is to be willing to share just a little bit of who you truly are with those around you. Be willing to bloom where you are planted and shine. Have an amazing week and we'll look forward to talking to you next time.